Welcome to the Ray of Hope Church podcast. We believe that hope changes everything, so get ready for an encouraging message from the Word of God. We pray that you would receive wisdom and revelation as you grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to have a great time in the Word of God. Thank you, Waylon and Wendy. And uh, I want to talk to you just for a moment about our Easter. When Carrie and I woke up on Sunday morning, got dressed, I went into the uh, living room, turned on the television, and enjoyed the praise and the worship, enjoyed the communion, and then I endured my preaching. It was a real different Easter because we weren't gathered here by uh, the masses. So that afternoon as we left uh, the house to go do some Easter celebration with our family, which was really weird, we went to uh, the Oklahoma City area. That's where both of our boys live, and uh, our grandkids are up around that area too. So we went by to see one son and his wife and spent some time there with him. Uh, not a lot of time. We were still social distancing some. And I think they were glad to see us because uh, they hadn't seen us for a long time. Then we drove up to see my other son and his wife and our two grandkids Although to see them, we didn't go into the house because if uh, my little two-year-old, almost two-year-old Riley would see Papa and Cece, she would run up and jump in our arms, so we had to pull an in run. So this is what we did. We bought some Easter baskets. Uh, in the baskets, there was uh, some stuffed toys. There was um, a pair of sunglasses. We had bought a uh, writing tablet. We, we had some uh, books in there. And just some different gifts that I think she would really like. And so to pull this off, we pulled up out front of the house. And I got out and I set the baskets, I set the gifts and everything on the front porch. And then Carrie and I, we drove down the street, turned the car around, and we faced the house so that we could see her come out of the house, but yet she couldn't see us. And so the door opened a little bit later. And her and her dad and the family came out on the front porch, and Riley was so excited. There were Easter baskets there. They were full of stuffed toys. She tried to carry everything in the house at one time. She couldn't do it. She had to come back out. And so during that, uh, getting the goodies to her, we, we tried to uh, set it at a edge of a flower bed where she had had a bunny rabbit that her dad and mom had bought her. She had it stuck in the ground. And so I don't know how much she knows about the Easter Bunny, but we hadn't seen our grandkids in about two months. And for a Papa and a Cece not to hold your grandkids that long, it's not a good thing. And many of you know what I'm talking about. So here they are on the front porch. We're watching her. We're enjoying this. Almost tears running down her face because we can't be with them. And I saw her turn, and she's waving. And I don't know who she's waving to, but I found out she was saying, Thank you, Easter Bunny. Thank you, Easter Bunny. But let me tell you, it didn't come from the Easter Bunny. It came from Pop and Cece. And even though she didn't see us, we were watching her. And even though she didn't know where the gifts came from, we knew where the gifts came from. Now, listen, on a cloudy day, when you cannot see the sun, I'll guarantee you the sun's still there. When you can't see beyond the overcast sky, the sun is still there shining in all of its glory, all of its brilliance. It's just covered up by the clouds. And you and I go through seasons, just like Riley, we ask the question, God, where are you? Papa, Cece, where are you? 
I don't see you. Where where are you? I want to be there. I want to jump in your arms. But I'll guarantee you, even though she couldn't see us, we were very close by. We could see her. Sometimes in our own life, we go through times where we say, God, where are you? I don't see you. I I, I can't uh, maybe even sense you or feel you. But there are seasons we go through, and we're going to have those feelings. We're going to have those things. Life is all about seasons. And I want to talk to you about that. Just four things very quickly today that I think could be life-changing for someone who's watching. First of all, let me just share this. Everything goes through seasons. Everything goes through seasons. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. To everything, there's a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. So this is what we know. Every season has a purpose. Sometimes we don't know what that purpose is. Maybe we question what the purpose is. But every season has a purpose. We even see it in the natural world. Um, my, my least favorite season is winter. Uh, my favorite season is fall. We know we have four seasons in Oklahoma. Sometimes we have them all in one day. I don't know how that works, but sometimes it does come across that way. But every season has a purpose. Everything goes through a season. In the winter, when you don't think much is going on, I'll guarantee you those plants, that tree, is going through a change. The sap leaves the the leaves and goes down the trunk, goes into the roots for the winter. And the trunk is getting stronger. The limbs are getting stronger. The root system is growing underground, even though you don't see it. It's getting stronger and larger and larger because you can only grow to what you can support. And so there needs to be the strength that goes into that plant, that tree. The trunk needs to get stronger. The roots need to get wider and deeper. And it's happening out of our sight. Even though we can't see it, still it's happening. And then we move into the structural growth. What's going on above ground? As I said, the trunk and the limbs and, and the things is getting stronger. Then we move to another season. Then winter turns into spring. And in the spring, we see a budding process. The foliage comes out. The leaves come out. It, it begins to bring the sap up from the roots and the trunk. It begins to expand through the rest of the tree, through the plants. So there is that going from winter to spring, and that spring begins to process even further. There's blooming. There's flowering. We have pollination. We we have that growth there, and we see that as spring. And spring goes into summer. And in the summer, we see the production of fruitfulness. We see the fruit begin to appear through the the blossoms, and, and we see the fruit come through the foliage. So we have this fruitful season. Then we go into the fall, which is the reproduction time or the season. Because that fruit, if we leave it on the tree, it will begin to wither. Someone doesn't pluck it. They don't harvest it. Then we see those seeds inside of the fruit and that plant producing the seeds. And as it withers, it falls to the ground. It's going to be covered up, maybe buried by animals. And then we have the process of something going on underground again in the winter, then the spring we have a new season. Animals go through seasons. You know, there's hibernation. Uh, bears go into their caves or their dens. And then when the winter's over, the spring begins to come out. Then they come out. And sometimes they don't just come out alone. Maybe they have a couple of cubs or, or three cubs with them as they emerge in the spring coming into the summer. So everything has a season. Seasons have purpose. Everyone goes through. Weather is seasonal. Our world is seasonal. Each process has its own season. So 
If you're in a season today that you don't understand, I want to guarantee you that season will pass. It will not always stay with you. Now, the second thing I want to share with you is that everyone goes through times and seasons. Not just everything, but everyone. Um, God is doing something in every time and every season with every person. Not just with everything, but every person. You see, Moses went through a season. He went through times, then he had another season and another season. He had the season when his mother Jochebed put him in a reed ark or a basket and launched him on the fate of God in the sovereignty of God down the Nile River, and that's when Pharaoh's daughter found him. And she drew him out of the water, hence his name Moses, and he grew up as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. There he's raised as an Egyptian for a season. And then he goes into the desert. There he meets in the desert of Midian, he meets a woman by the name of Zipporah, and he gets married. So he has a season as a shepherd, a season as an Egyptian, a season as a shepherd, and then he goes into another season of delivering the Hebrews from bondage. We see the plagues, we see Moses going in before Pharaoh, then there's another season. As they leave Egypt, he has the season of leading them through the wilderness. So he goes from time to time to season to season, just as you do, just as I do. We're all going through our own seasons. Uh, Joseph had seasons in his life. You know, you think about Joseph coming from a partly uh, dysfunctional family. Even though Jacob is a patriarch, there's a lot of dysfunction in that family. And a lot of people in our world has a season of dysfunction, a season where they're going through times and seasons when it's not good. Joseph went there. His brothers hated him. Matter of fact, they hated him so much, they comp contemplated uh, killing him as murder. But they threw him in a pit. So as a season <laughs> in a pit where they're discussing what they're going to do with him, and they sell him into slavery. So as a season in an Egyptian's house named Potiphar. So there's a season there. He's serving. Then there's another season that comes along in his life. He's accused of something he did not do, and he goes to prison. So he has a season in prison. And in that time of seasons, we could ask the question, Joseph, doesn't look like your life's going very good. You're in the pit. You're into slavery in Potiphar's house. You're in the prison. And if Joseph could speak back to us from the back to the front, and you sometimes can't do it from the front to the to the back, but he would say, listen, it's just not my time. It's not my season. But one day when he got out of prison, he went to the highest office outside of Pharaoh himself, and he became the ruler of all Egypt. So we would say, Joseph, you're in the pit. He would say, not my season. Well, you're as a slave, not my season. Well, you're in prison, not my season. But his season did come. And if you and I think that the season won't change, then we're really in trouble. Because we have to realize that our season will have an ending and a new season will begin. Just like winter gives way to spring, spring to summer, summer to fall, the seasons will absolutely change. I remember many years ago, a new family came to be a part of our church. A beautiful family. Uh, he was a, a president of an insurance company. She worked for a doctor. They had two children. Uh, the daughter's a doctor today. And uh, they came into our church, and our, our church was very small. Uh, we, we had less than 100. Sometimes we'd run about 30 people. Uh, we were just beginning. 
uh, didn't have very good facilities. And at time, our church would uh, struggle. But there was a pastor in our area here. He's not here now, but back at the time, he was a pastor of a larger denominational church. And he had this conversation with the wife, the woman, and she shared this with me. And this is how it went. It was very condescending. And he said to her, why are y'all going to that church? What are you guys doing in that church? Because he thought we were just a small, kind of a jerkwater church that wasn't going anywhere. And today, today our church is 30 times larger than the church he was pastoring at the time. Well, Pastor, what are you saying? I'm just saying we weren't in our season yet. And maybe you're not in your season yet. And maybe you're struggling. And you could be saying today, well, listen, my job is uh, gone, or I'm struggling in my job, or I'm in school, and I'm trying to get through. Listen, you're just in the season. That season will change. And it's going to give away to another season. You see, all the plants and all the trees that go through seasons, they're not always in their fruitful season. But yet, it's going to give way to another season, to another, that will bring them into their fruitful season. You know, we could say, that the potatoes would have a a conversation with the apple tree. And the potatoes would say in the beginning of summer, listen, look at me, under my skirt, under the ground, I have all these potatoes, and you just have little bitty green things on your tree. And you know what the apple tree would say? Listen, I'm not in my season yet. I'm going to get there. I'm just not there yet. And sometimes the same thing is true with us. People look at us. We're struggling. Maybe we're struggling financially, we're struggling in our marriage, could be we're struggling with raising our kids, could be we're struggling in depression or despondency. Listen, that's going to pass. If you'll stay true to God, God will stay true to you. You will go to another season, and each season has something to say. Just like that one guy who said, I can't believe you're going there, we just hadn't come into our season. And once you come into your season, then things begin to change. This is Psalm chapter 1. This is how the book of Psalms actually begins. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. So there's a season there whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So this is what the Psalms starts out with. You have a season. I have a season. And when our season comes, we're going to bring forth fruit. So don't get locked in to thinking that you're going to always be there. Now, people have seasons, and everything's part of a season, and seasons are a part of our life. Now, here's the third thing. This is very important. Catch this. Seasons and change don't care if you're ready. Ready or not, here it comes. Winter's going to come. Spring's going to come. Summer's coming. Fall's coming, whether you're ready or not. When winter gets here, let me ask you a question. Have you got antifreeze in your car? Have you covered the outside faucets? Have you, have you got the wood ready for the fireplace? Have you got your winter clothes out? Because this is what I know where we live. One day it's 80 degrees, then you walk out the next day, it's 20 degrees. It's coming, whether you're ready or you're not, that season is going to come. 
So in our lives, we have to prepare for the season. Now, spring, summer, fall, winter, they're going to come. And just like they come, seasons of temptation come. Seasons of trials come. Seasons of testing come. Jesus went through it. If you remember when Satan came, as Jesus was fasting for 40 days, he began to tempt him. And at the end of that temptation, this is what the Bible says, and he left him for a season. He left him for a season. You know what that tells me? He's going to be back. There's another season coming. So as we go through life, there are seasons. You're going to go through them. I'm going to go through them. And we're going to have those seasons. So ready or not, those seasons are going to come. Um, I was thinking today about seasons in my life. You know, I, as a kid, then high school, then college, then got married. Um, do you know you have to get ready for each one of those seasons? And when Carrie and I got married, even though we were married, I wasn't fully prepared <laughs> for the season of marriage. Hey, don't smile at me. You know what I'm talking about. Well, one of the things that I've shared many times because it's so vivid to me is uh, when I was at home, when I would uh, come in for the day or come in from football or whatever I was doing, I would take my clothes off to get into the shower, and I would throw them behind the bathroom door. And that was just my routine. So my mother would come in two or three times a week. She would gather up those clothes behind the bathroom door, and she would do the washing. She would bring them back to the room, would hang them up, put them in the drawer. So I was still doing that right when I got married. So Carrie, she would go to the bathroom, she would look behind the door, and there's my dirty clothes. She said, what are these? I said, they're my dirty clothes. She said, what are they doing there? I said, well, that's just what I do. I, I stole the dirty clothes behind the, the door, and mother would come along, and she would pick them up, and she would do the laundry. And this is what she said. She said, I ain't your mama. Let me tell you, I'm in a new season. And so I've got to adjust to that season. And you're going to have to adjust to your season. It's transitional. Everything is going to happen. And ready or not, it's coming. You're going to bring a new baby into the house, you're in a new season. You're going to see those kids grow up. They're going to go through the terrific twos and threes and fours. They're going to go to school, new season. They're going to become teenagers. Oh, yeah, new season. They're going to learn how to drive, new season. Your prayer life is going to go up. So each one of those stages is a new season, not just for them, but for you also. All of a sudden, your, your child, your son's going to be, have this high-pitched voice when he's about 12. The next time you talk to him when he's 14, he's going to say, hey, Dad, what, how are you doing? New season. So all those are seasons you're going to go through. Then they're going to go to college, or they're going to leave the nest. That's going to be a season that you're not used to for years and years and years. I remember when we took... Uh, Aaron to college. We got him in the dorm, unloaded the cars, his truck, we got in our car, we were driving back home. As soon as we get in the car, the door shut. Guess what Carrie begins to do? She begins to cry because this boy that she's raised is not going to be sleeping at our house the next night. And for the next several years, obviously, new season. Then we took Matt to the University of Oklahoma, got him in the dorm. We knew what was going to happen, got in the car, and it was about 15 minutes later she began to cry. She said, I didn't think I was going to do this. Why do we do that? New season. Ready or not, it's going to come. Then you're going to see them getting married. You're going to have grandchildren. 
Wonderful season. <laughs> Great season. So these seasons are always changing. And we have to realize, ready or not, they're going to come. So we have to prepare for those seasons. We have to understand that this is a part of life. Let me read the rest of uh, Ecclesiastes 3 to you. I'll go very fast here. To everything, there's a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which has been planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down, a time to build up. A time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather up stones. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. When the virus is here, refrain from embracing. A time to gain, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to throw away, a time to tear, a time to sow, a time to keep silence, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. You know, when I go through here, my, my heart just kind of flutters because I can understand a lot of those times. When I looked at this one, a time to gain, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to throw away. One day, Carrie went into my closet, and she looked in the back of the closet, and there was a jacket, some shoes setting over there, and a pair of pants under the jacket. She said, what are these? I said, those are the clothes that I wore when we were married. She said, really? This is years later. She said, those are the clothes that you wore when you, when you and I got married? I said, yes, they are. She said, why are you keeping them? I said, well, I'm sentimental. I'm, I'm going to keep those. She said, can you wear them now? I said, no, I can't wear them now. She said, throw them away. Time to keep, but time to what? Throw away. So, so that's what we did. We gave them away to throw them away. But there, there are times that that's what we do. Now, nothing on this earth is permanent except the things of God. Everything that we have is always transitional. Nothing in this world is permanent except the things of God. And when our kids left, we had that em empty nest syndrome. So you're going to go through some times, you're going to go through some seasons that are just really different. Now here's the last one, and this is very important. Don't get stuck in a season. Do not get stuck in a season, and it's easy to do. A lot of people do it. Because we think this is always going to be this way. This is the season that we're stuck in. And let me just give you about three seasons here that people get stuck in. Here's number one. A season of rebellion. A season of rebellion. Happens all the time. A young people, teenagers, they can get stuck in a season of rebellion. They leave home, get a little freedom. Or something happens and you don't agree with what happens. You can be in rebellion with husband or wife. You can be in rebellion uh, with a boss. You can be in rebellion with God. Maybe God didn't answer the way you thought he should answer. Maybe something didn't come about like you thought it should come about. Maybe you prayed and the prayer didn't get answered in the way you thought God should answer. And you can be in rebellion. And listen, this is not something new. Do you remember when manna fell from heaven and God said six days you can go gather it, but on the Sabbath, the seventh day, you should rest, don't, don't gather. But on the sixth day, I'll rain enough for you to gather up on the seventh day. L listen to this. On the seventh day, you know what people did? They still went out looking for manna. And God said, what's going on here? Let me read it, Exodus 16, 28. How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? What are they? They're in a state of rebellion. Numbers chapter 14 and 11. How long will this people treat me with contempt? They refuse to believe in me. 
In spite of all the signs, all the wonders I've done, these people are living in rebellion and contempt against me. Verse 27, how long will this wicked congregation grumble and murmur against me? What are they doing? They're in rebellion. Now listen, we can go through times that are testing, trying, but we don't want to always be in rebellion with our neighbor, our friend, our husband, our wife, with our boss, with God. Let that season pass. Don't stay there. Here's another one. A season of inactivity or a season of lethargic uh, actions that should be done, but yet we're so lethargic we're not doing anything. We're stalemated. Do you realize there was a time in Israel's history when God said, I'm going to give you the land, this is the promised land, you can have all of it, but yet they didn't possess it, they didn't take it? Let me read it to you. Joshua chapter 18, verse 3. How long will you wait before you begin to possess the land that the Lord has given you? Now, in each one of these, these are the words that appear. How long will you? How long will you? You're in a season, get out of it. How long are you going to stay here? How long will you? How long will you? Here's another one that's very important. A season of grief and mourning. Everybody's going to have them. You know, we lost a, a son. A son of ours died. And uh, it was very uh, heart-wrenching. We mourned the death of our son. But you know what? You can't stay there. Doesn't mean you don't love them if you move on. Doesn't mean that you're uh, betraying them if you move on. But there is a season of grief and loss and mourning. If we stay there, it can be very damaging to our life. Do you remember when Saul was the king of Israel and uh, Saul's life took a wrong turn? He began to be very uh, headstrong, didn't obey the word of God, didn't listen to the prophet of God, Samuel. And God gave him up and was going to replace him with a new king, and we know that king was going to be King David. But I want to read to you 1 Samuel. This is chapter 16, verse 1. And God is speaking to Samuel. He said, how long will you grieve and mourn for Saul? Now, he didn't say you shouldn't. He didn't say you shouldn't. He didn't say that we don't mourn and we don't grieve and, and we don't go through that season. But this is what God is saying. He says, how long will you do it? Are you going to stay there? Are you going to continue there? You grieve, you mourn, and you move on. You grieve, you mourn, and you move on. What, what are you doing? You're going to a new season. You're going to a new time. Doesn't mean we forget them. Doesn't mean our heart's not broken. It doesn't mean any of that. But it means we can't stay there in a dark place. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So we have to realize that we can't stay in that place. So today, you may be in a difficult situation. Listen, our world today is in a very difficult situation. We're going through a season that maybe we've never been through before. Your job may be put on hold. You're looking for some kind of solution. Could be you don't have a paycheck coming in. Maybe you've been let go, and you're in this season. Let me tell you something. This season will pass. You're not going to stay there. It's going to pass. There's a new season coming. Now, this is what I advise you to do. Recognize it. See it for what it is. Prepare for the next season, the new season that's coming on, and be so, be so aware that you're not going to get stuck in this season. We're going to come back to church again with thousands of other churches, and we're going to fill this place with people worshiping, saying amen, raising hands, 
loving God in praise and worship, listening to the word of God. We're going to come together again. We're just in the season right now. This season is going to pass. The season you're in, like I am, of not seeing my grandkids, horrible season. I want to pick them up. I want to throw them in the air. I want to snuggle them up. I'm in a season now, but this season is going to pass, and there's going to be a new season where she's going to come and jump up in my arms. I'm going to see that new baby. This is going to be another season. But I don't want to get stuck in this season thinking that it's always going to be like this. So here is what we need to learn today. Seasons have always been a part of life. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Each one has its purpose. And the season we're in today, as much as we don't know what the purpose may be, or maybe you kind of think what the purpose may be, this season will pass and it's going to do something good in your life. This season will come about. We're going to step into a new season. And let's learn something from it. Let's glean something from it. Let's get stronger through it. And then let's enter into the new season. A new season is coming. Let me finish with this verse. This is out of Genesis. Noah is stepping off the ark. There's a new world. The old world's been destroyed by the flood. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. While the earth remains... Sea time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. You know what God is saying? Noah, Mike, you, listen. There will always be seasons in your life. God works by seasons. We wish sometimes he'd work by moments, by hours, by days, by weeks, but most of the time, God works by seasons. So, He's saying, while the earth remains, there's always going to be seasons. You're going to go through them. I'm going to go through them. We're going to endure the seasons. We're going to learn, get stronger, and we're going to enter in the new season, exit out the old season, and we're going to see wonderful things happen. Now, let me encourage you once again before we close out today. You may be in a season that's not good. Keep walking. Keep going, keep believing, keep trusting, keep worshiping, keep praising, keep giving, keep confessing. Walk through this in faith so you and I can continue to transform our lives as we have transition in our lives from one season to the next season. So be encouraged today. This will not stay this too will pass. Some of my favorite lines in the Bible is that it came to pass. It didn't come to stay. So let me encourage you. Seasons are going to come, they're going to go, and you are going to get through each and every one of them if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Let me pray with you. Father, we come to you today believing and knowing that you're our God. You're the mighty God. You're the thrice holy God. Nothing escapes your view. And Lord, just as Riley could not see her grandparents close by, we were there. We saw her. We could hear her. We were close, even though she didn't know it. God, we know you're close to us, even in times when we can't see you. We know you're there. Just as the clouds can cover the sky, we know the, the sun is still shining. 
Lord, in our seasons, in our moments, in our hours, our weeks, sometimes in our long extended times, we know you're there. You will never leave us. You will never forsake us. So I'm praying today that someone is being spoken to in the recesses of their heart. They will too get through this difficult time they're in. Lord, I pray today that someone will also turn to you and say, Lord Jesus Christ, help me through this time. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I receive you into my heart. and I'm going to live for you. Lord, that's what we're praying for, for people to turn to you these last days. We thank you for that in Jesus' holy name. Thank you so much for being with us today. And we look forward to seeing you again very soon. God bless you. Have a great, great rest of the week.